forces are going to go after Joab. And David hears what's going on. David and all the rest of the Israel Israelite army, I was about to say Israeli, Israelite army come out. If the Israeli army had showed up, that's different because they got nukes. And that's different. But the Israelites, they all come out and they, they put a whooping on the Syrians. They leave, tail between legs. The folks that are left, what? How does this battle end? How's the battle end? Well, when they, when they, I guess when they looked and saw what was happening, and how uh, the, that um, they were losing, really, and that David was conquering, they did this smart thing and made peace. Mm -hmm. They made peace with David and became his servants. And it says, neither would the Syrians help the children of Ammon anymore. So, you know, it's like when you, um, it's like that wasn't a good idea from the start. Because first they're paying tribute, then they go help somebody. Mm -hmm. And they end up back where they were before. Right, right. So, but, so they ended up where they started. Mm -hmm. You know, when the thing started, they ended up uh, being his servants. Mm -hmm. Probably with higher tribute, <laughs> you know, more people have to come. When we call for an army, Whereas before we wanted, like on Mulan, we wanted one son from every family, we want two sons from every family now. You know, the tribute wasn't just gold and grain. Sometimes the troop, this tribute was people. You know, we need people for our militaries. Maybe it wouldn't be the fight people. Maybe it would be combat support. You know, people who are cooks and dig the latrines or or burn the stuff that go in the latrine because you can't just leave that stuff hanging around. You know, it could be anything. It could be people who who carry the uh, the 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 or clean up after sacrifices or whatever. Just whatever you don't want the Israel Israelites to do, let's have them do it. Anyway, so as we look at chapter nineteen, how could this have been different? I'd actually before up to about verse 14, what could have happened different? Yeah, uh, we could have stopped. Hanan could have maybe held David's emissaries and then sent word to David to clarify what his intentions were. Could have done that. Is he, that is that all that could have happened different? What what, what else? He could have sent spies himself to see if you know if David was preparing for battle, or you know he could have sent. People out to, to check out, you know, they say, trust but verify. You go yeah. and verify that they, if you go and they're not doing anything that looks like they're getting ready for war, why would they be sending spies out? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but they were, it was like they were convinced. Or they just assumed that this mm -hmm. was the case and nobody verified it. Mm -hmm. So they end up in, you know, in this situation. Now. So that's a big thing. This whole chapter everybody assumes something and not i think most of the assumptions are wrong mm -hmm. and every assumption leads to battle in this chapter so when when hannon's advisors assumed that david was sending spies hannon assumed that his advisors were right mm -hmm. so he acted on the assumption and disrespected david's emissaries 
All right, he sent those emissaries back to David. David, seeing the state of his his emissaries, assumed that Hannah wants to fight. Why else would you do this to my people? David was sending those those same people to comfort Hannah because of the death of Hannah's father. And if the scripture is to be believed, which I would say it is, he thought that Hannah should assume that David was doing what David was doing, that he wasn't doing anything wrong. David had not, it doesn't show here that David had, had been aggressive towards the Ammonites or had tried to uh, go on. Before this, he set up garrisons in the Syrians' land, but that's not the Ammonites' land. So we don't know what's been going on. And then on the, on the back of these assumptions, we have a whole war started here. It's Ronald Reagan. Trust, but verify. The opposite is just assume and act. You know, assume and act. Okay, so this must be what what, what you're doing. So I'll, I'll just act on that. What's how, go ahead? How old is the intelligence? Is there a such thing as bad intelligence when you give advice that you haven't verified? It might as well be gossip. Mm -hmm. You're taking yeah. something and you're looking at a situation, but if you only look at the surface or only so much of it, you'll assume you'll assume that what your initial thought was is correct. And in these situations, it being in that position, you have to know that there's a chance that we could be wrong. Mm. But what was not done or doesn't appear that this is done is that they really weighed out the consequences. Mm. And it really think it all the way through, like what if we are wrong, what will we have to do? Right. And a lot of what they did was reactionary. Because mm -hmm. they see this and like, oh, oh, he's trying to send spies. And we'll send them back to him like this. Like, now what? And then they find out that what he did or what they did angered him. And then they start trying to get chariots, paying for chariots. And he's like, well, we, we got to prepare for what? Why was that not done in the beginning if you thought this was the case? Mm -hmm. Because you assume that David seeing his men coming back would take a step back. Did, did you research this guy? Do you know anything about David? So, okay, we send him back. Maybe that'll put the, the fear of God in, so to speak. But, so to speak. Mm -hmm. but like you said, all these decisions are in that. It didn't work out for those who made the assumptions. And then the Ar the uh, Syrians, the way it says here, the Armenians were afraid to help the Ammonites ever again. They assumed that helping the Ammonites, they had a chance. Ammonites, I think it's yeah. the Ammonites. Ammonites. They assumed, there's another assumption. They assumed, maybe they assumed that they would get out from under, mm -hmm. you know, the. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But they didn't research it either. I mean, you you already been targeted. Don't you know who this guy is? It's like they so they okay, well we'll join forces with you and we'll we'll overcome. They assumed that they had a chance against David and they didn't even fight. They ran as soon as they saw, so they saw who was coming. 
And they saw Joab. Joab. Don't y'all know who Joab is? It's, and maybe they thought he was on vacation or something. They didn't. They didn't think Joab would be the one coming. And he said, when they when they saw him, they fled. So that was like, you know, you think about that. <laughs> what did you think he was gonna send? You know. And that's that's that's, that's the that's the thing. You think you have a chance against David until you see Joab, David's servant. I mean, my goodness. And to, it, it doesn't, doesn't say that the uh, the Ammonites fought against Joab. At that initial encounter, the Israelites, Joab, drew nigh to battle with the Syrians. Syrians. Where he said, let's get the battle. He said, they, they, oh, wait, I'm going to turn this one. They drew nigh into battle. Hired David heard of it, mighty man, battle came out. Now when Je Joab saw the battle was set against before him, no, that's not it. The rest of the battle, no, 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 no. So verse 14, so Joab and the people that were with him drew nigh before the Syrians unto battle. And they fled before him. All they did was they it's in my mind, it's like they're getting closer and closer. And the Syrians see Joab and his people. They're like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. Get this. They just took off. Well, I was thinking, about, I was thinking mm -hmm. about um, when we were reading about the mighty men, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Each one of them had an incredible reputation. So not only Joab would scare somebody. But any given one of those men that he sent, mm -hmm. those mighty men of um, valor, of valor, definitely would have scared them. You know what I mean? So Joab he sent. Joab is the leader of the mighty men. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. The mighty men, the B guy, the guy that began with B. Yeah. I like him. He was in last chapter. Right. But the next chapter, chapter twenty, the results of all of this, David. When he goes out of, over the land, there are people that show up in chapter 20. You see how David deals with people after verse chapter 19. Mm, David is playing. not playing. He does not leave room for anybody to think, oh, I'm going to team up with that person. Hey, nah, -uh, it's not that. David is going the way of the Assyrians. Remember, we talked about the Assyrians where they were vicious and violent and scary. You know, they, they conquered and people were here. Today. The Philistines, when they first arrived on the scene um, over 400 years before this, they said they were just crazy. They came up. It's like they came up out of the sea and then just started conquering stuff. And people were like, oh, shoot, who is this? The Philistines. And who's the most Philistine? Who's the most famous Philistine we know? Goliath. His sons show up in chapter oh, 20. No. Goliath's sons. They were the sons of the giant. They're in chapter four, uh, chapter 20 for next week. So this, this chapter that we're looking at right now, a lot of important stuff is happening. And things are building on things. Oh, okay, it's different. Things are building on things that are happening. So, chapter 19 so all in the beginning, the Bible doesn't even state what the kindness that Nahash showed 
to David? What were some of the things that we said it could have been? Nahash's kindness to David. We said it could have been. He had a common enemy of Saul at, at one time. Mm-hmm. He was a common enemy, and but the things that they the things that they say are traditional. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know where they came from. Right. We don't have it any manuscripts or so forth to say where they came from where it said like when when um he was fleeing from Saul, David was fleeing from Saul, that he had his family stay with the Moabites. Moabites. And that they ended up killing his family and one one son one brother fled. But that's not in the scripture. Mm-hmm. So that might be in maybe that's in history or some other book, but it's not in the scripture. So uh, we can we figured that maybe it's not that important what he did. He didn't mention it. I mean, he didn't explain it or say what it was, but just that the idea that David felt um, a need to show kindness to his son mm-hmm. for something that whatever he considered uh, Naash had done for him. And the son, you know, I don't know, maybe the son didn't know I don't know. But anyway, he just assumed, listening like we said before, the whole string of assumptions that led to their downfall. So this chapter, as, as we look at the theme of assumptions here, what does this chapter tell us about assumptions? Don't do it. Don't do it, okay. I like yeah. what you said. Um, trust, but verify. Mm-hmm. That's wrong way. Or here, but verify. Mm-hmm. Or just react to things. Consult mm-hmm. God. Okay. And also to be careful about the assumptions that you make towards anybody. And also pray, pray into talking to God before you take action. Mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. sure that you're being guided and your actions are being guided by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And not your emotion. Yeah, there's a lot of emotion going on. Oh, yeah, uh, even in here, but with, with us, we have a tendency to assume sometimes, too. And this, this should be telling us that assumptions can have dire consequences. Mm-hmm. We need to, really, as, as you were saying, we need to trust God and um, consult Him. If you don't have any other way of verifying, you can always ask God for his guidance and he'll you know he will guide you the right way whether you actually know whether something is true or not. You know, because they, you know it's like they didn't know. They assumed but they didn't know. But they weren't uh, God's people to consult him to find out whether or not what they assumed was really true or, or that was the way to go to take the action that they did if that was the action they should have taken. But we can do that. We are his children we can Ask him and consult him to see, even when we don't know or if we can't really verify, we can still consult God to guide us in the right way. Amen.